the Leaving Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello, welcome to the Even Say Podcast, episode number 104. If you can't believe it, I can hardly believe it. I say the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. Um, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. The water is very, very warm. Uh, if you are a, a repeat listener, welcome home. We're part of the family. Um, for, we're very glad that you're here. My name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here of the Leaving Today Podcast, uh, one of the number one shows in the Philippines, I might mm-hmm. add. That's right. Guam. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sitting to the left of me is the game changer herself, Jess. Hello. Hey, hello. And sitting across from me is the Trailmaster Puppets, Udi. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, we'll get the business side out of the way first. Um, if you'd like to support this show, uh, we'll never ask you to, but if you feel so inclined, you can go to leaveandsaypodcast.com, click on the Patreon logo, and you can donate. We've got three different tiers, a $1, a $3, and a $5 tier. And for that, you get to be on the show, and you get to come up with a topic, and you get to just hang out with us and talk with us. And we we have some prize packages coming up as well for that. Mm-hmm. I keep threatening that. Um, also, if you want to shop on Amazon and you want to help us out, just go on the, on the same page, leavingtheapodcast.com, and click on Amazon logo and do your shopping through us. And go to Public. And type in Leaving Today Podcast and look at our variety of shirts we have. We've got quite a few. Might add some more soon. Um, and what else is there? Go to Apple iTunes if you feel so inclined and leave us a review. Uh, we need some more of those. Uh, tonight's show, we are going to be talking with um, former designer at Disney Creative Entertainment and current artist at Wonderground, Sam Carter. Um, you guys are going to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's... Um, instantly become an LTP family member now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hands down that quick. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and believe me, uh, tonight's episode's a little short, but we will be getting more with him. Um, but we're very appreciative for any time that we get. Uh, we're also going to take a look at um, the Disneyland monorail real quick. It's past, present, and future, and we have the news. And then 101 tonight's going to be a very special message from Fernando. And, okay, and that's actually it is really really cool so that's um before we get into tonight's show quick uh just shout out to our fans um i got the opportunity to hang out with eric mm-hmm. this last weekend and you got to hang out with uh fernando and his oh, family yeah. yep. or his at least all those family his family oh awesome so um for me it was just wonderful um <laughs> hanging out and meeting eric uh super cool guy super knowledgeable super talkable or uh, talkative uh, we would get along. Uh, in fact, I invited him up to go hiking sometime. Nice, that's uh, cool. Yeah, and he like he likes that. But I just wanted to say that I feel just very honored and blessed that uh, we are, we have a show 
that has fans that like mm-hmm. that just like this way. Yep. Um, and I and to kind of um, uh, piggyback on that meeting Fernando, um, same thing. I mean, um, you guys will hear his message, and um, mm-hmm. I, I'm I I'll take the moment real quick and and um, and say that um, meeting Fernando um, and. It, it, how could I put it? You know, you go through the park and you have a good time, right? And then you have, you pick out things every particular trip or so mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, hey, that was a highlight. You know, that was, you know, something you're going to remember. Um, two things on that trip that I'm going to remember. Okay. Um, one is going to be, I was with Joe and I recorded his oh. reaction coming off of Rise. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, and then that that's going to be one because I love that. And anybody that I go with on the first time, that's going to be my highlight because watching people react to what they experience on that attraction is pretty crazy. Um, but then the... Uh, go, go ahead, Mark. I was going to say, it's great for you, but also... Probably for Jess and I, we got to see your reaction <laughs> to the very first time. Not fair. Yeah. And, yeah, and I saw Jess. Well, all, all of us were like, what the heck just yeah. happened? Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways. Yeah, but not to continue down the road, but we're going to be talking about that for a while, folks, because it is <laughs> that for all all those who have not, I can't wait for you to get on. But moving forward. Then the other one is going to be meeting him, um, meeting him and his family. Mm. Um because you know, um, you talk to people, and you um, and uh, and you get a, a a vibe, and you think, oh yeah, you know, you can these people you can hang out with or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then when you meet them, you know, um, it's weird because you you have like that, hey, I know you, but I don't. Sure, sure. And then when you have that, and then you have like. Um, and then you hear them say they're kind of like nervous to meet you, and you're like, "What in the world are we talking about here?" Yeah. Like, no, I mean, yeah. Um, and that to me is still like crazy to me. I, I don't get it. Mm. I appreciate it, and it's and, awesome. Yeah, and and then I kind of go, you know, I and and I'm I'm I just want you to know that Fernando, and then your your kids. I I, I tell you what, your kids. I love your kids. <laughs> okay, he, I, his daughter. She's straight gangster. Is she? Oh. Straight G. Oh, jeez. Okay, I- I'm going to spoil alert. He he mentions it in, in his audio that he sent, but I'm going to say it. She, <laughs> I ha- because it was so great. Um, and this is uh, the LTP tios. We're her, her uncles now. We're their uncles. But anyway, oh. me and Joe. Um, and and um, she walked up. We're, in the, we're going in the ride um, smugglers. And so, you know, we get we get our, our, our uh, credentials. Like yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Joe... <laughs> Joe had a, a gunner credential. Mm-hmm. She had an engineer credential. <laughs> she walked up to him, kind of did. I mean, she's, you know, two foot tall. Walks over, looks at Joe, looks at what he has, not doesn't say a word. Grabs it, and just takes it from him. <laughs> Grabs her engineering car credential, gives it right back to him. Not a single word was said. I'm like, that is G. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that's that, cool. That, that is G. And then, and then, her, and then, and then, his son Luke w- is just—he was having a good old time. And whenever you go with kids, it, it has a different dimension because <laughs> they're yeah. so excited about everything yeah. and their energy. So I, I just want to say, Fernando, uh, thank you for um, you know 
um, listening, supporting, um, and then uh, meeting you was more of a thrill um, than 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 you can know. And then your family, and then um, meeting your family and spending time with them. Um, definitely, we need to do that. Do that again, mm-hmm. um, without a doubt. And uh, I want to just thank you. Um, and it means more than me that uh, to me than you know. So mm-hmm. thank you again for everything. Thank you. And uh, meeting you was definitely my highlight. Thank you, buddy. Awesome, That's man. Cool. I think when we get a chance to meet him, I'm going to bring a couple of Giants hats for his kids. <laughs> uh, maybe bring we're, we're, We talked a little baseball, not okay. too much. More, well, more Joe because baseball, you know, me and baseball, but yeah. Yeah, sure, but mm-hmm. we gotta we got to get him out of that Padre mindset. <laughs> um, anyways. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just, a, I mean, and even like meeting Seth and Jacob, oh, it's just yeah. everyone we meet has been awesome, right? Every time you, you run around and then having that brief moment that I got to meet Ken and then, you know. Oh, yeah, I got to meet Ken. I didn't think, meet Ken. Yeah. Things, oh, wait, and, and Lynn. Yeah, and then Lynn, I ran. <laughs> That's right. I know. We had, we had our, our, our moment where we met Lynn from Sweep Spot. Um, and then, um, so I know Mark was like, I'm like, I sent a picture. I'm like, hey, look who we're in. And you're like, wait, is that Lynn? I'm like, yep. How, how, how'd you know it was him? Um, he came up to us. He did? Yeah. Oh, because he saw the, the Joe H.A. He saw Joe. And then he's like, Joe, because Joe had met him a while back, I think, for D23. Oh, nice. And then he's like, hey. And he's like, oh, this is Udi from, from Leaving Today. He's like, oh, hey. And then we like talked for a little while. We took a picture. And then, yeah, then he had to. Go meet up with his family, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. But well. again, going back on it, that the family we have, the LTP fam we have, and the people that we we have gotten to talk to and meet is freaking just amazing to me, and it's amazing to all of us because without doing this show, we would we we don't meet these people. I mean, the chances of meeting these people are like like none. None. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, virtually none. And then we meet all these people from yep. all different walks of life and, and doing different things and whatever. And yet we have the commonality of Disney. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it brings us all together. And I think it is fantastic. But anyway. It's absolutely. There you, go, yeah. cool. there you go. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So thank you, listeners. Um, so now let's go over to our news. You listen to me talking about things that you do not understand oh oh okay all right first news item for tonight is march 2020 the pin releases for disneyland um i didn't realize they had these but i found these in the news and i thought they were interesting Mm -hmm. that during a couple you know certain days of the month of march and they must do this every month that they release new pins um, I'm not a pin collector. Mm-mm. Did you did you did you know they, they did that, Jess? No, I had no idea. I'm sure Shannon would know that. Yeah. I'm sure. Probably. Um, so again, it's just interesting that they have them and they're like limited edition um, stuff. Um, I have a chart. I could. I'll put a post online if you guys are interested. Oh no! Wait. Sorry. What? Are you looking at them? Yeah. There's a chopper pin. I want it. Well, what? Chopper who's, pin. Who's that? He's the, oh, uh, he's the droid. Yeah, he's a droid from Rebels. Where's he? I don't see him. Right there. Oh, that's a trash can. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep, no, it's a chopper. Oh, yeah. Okay. And there's... Wait a minute. Do I see a Matterhorn one? No, I don't. Okay, I thought I was going to lose my mind. Okay. 
Um, I, I don't know. It's kind of cool that they do this. I'll, I'll, I'll post this out there. Um, so they have some on March 12th, March 5th, and March 19th, and March 26th. Um, I guess people really line up for these and trying to go and get them, right? Doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise you. I want that chopper pin. I really do. When does it come out? The 19th. 19. Uh, a couple weeks. A couple weeks, yeah. Less than that. Mm-hmm. Ten days. I guess you're, days, are you days. going to back, back to the park anytime no, soon? No. Okay. No, not till June when we all go. If you want it, I can probably ask someone someone that goes, mm, person that goes this. That may be an ask, yeah. Yeah, I'm rocking the, the Skyway hoodie tonight. Yeah. Which I love. Mm-hmm. You like this? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't get it for myself because it's white and oh. I would get it dirty. <laughs> Udi has one, too. I do. Okay. Yeah. I wear it from time to time. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually wandered around. People go, what is that? I go, Skyway. What up? What up? Skyway. <laughs> I remember that thing. Yeah. Okay. Back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. This land was $8.90. I know, right? I remember when I paid a quarter to get in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next item. Um, so they had the uh, Indiana Jones 25th anniversary mm-hmm. a- AP thing. Um did you guys see that online? Mm-hmm. How how it was? You watched people that went to it. And stuff? Uh, I didn't, but yeah. It was. I mean, it, it was free for AP holders. Or uh, I guess that is that redundant to say AP holder. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I should no, just no. say APs, right? Annual pa- no, AP holder. You're fine. No, well, AP is annual pass holder holder. No, annual pass. <laughs> annual pass holder holder. No, you're. If you have an AP, you have an annual pass, and then oh, you're, AP you're right. Holder. Oh, okay. So AP holders, yeah. So it it, it was free, um, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. They had some special food items you could buy, which mm-hmm. I didn't think it would be free, but um, but it seemed kind of lackluster. It, it just kind of you got to ride it after the park was closed, and then a I'd couple, be down for that though. Oh, sure, I would. I, I absolutely would. If I lived as close as like Sam did, you know, I'd well, be then there. yeah, that's definitely. I'm getting the different. shirt though. Oh, that's actually the, the next topic. Yeah. A new Indiana Jones 25th anniversary t-shirts unearthed at Disneyland. Yeah, that's cool. If you hear of the sound of that whip cracking, it must mean only one thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it can mean a couple of things, I guess. But in, in this case, it's Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones Adventure in Adventureland at Disneyland is celebrating its 25th anniversary with the release of two brand new t-shirts. Man, I feel old, Udi. I don't know about you. I am not going to think about it. Okay. I don't. I never feel old. Jess wasn't even born. I know. Oh, you shut your face. I was <laughs> six. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay, Sorry, okay. She's getting feisty. Yes. <sighs> so uh, there's two of them. One that says, um, Indiana Jones, Adventure, Live for Adventure, Fortune and Glory. Mm-hmm. Um, right? And there's the AP one, I think, that came out as well. The green one. The, oh, is it green? I'm looking at a black and white picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that the one you're going to get? Yep. How are you getting that? I have an AP when I go. Hopefully, they'll have it. Oh, I thought you said you were going to get it. It might be limited edition. Well, I know. I'm going to hope when I go, they'll have it. Okay. When are you going again? June, when we all go. They won't have those there. No, I don't know, man. They still have um, AP shirts for Galaxy's Edge and Rise. Oh, true. Well, and if we use the Justice Theory by going in the Pioneer Mercantile, they probably still have 60th anniversary stuff. I'm yep. sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> Probably still there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shoot, they may have like the like the ten year anniversary T shirt for uh, for uh, <laughs> for uh, right, for uh, Indiana Jones. Decade of adventure. <laughs> yeah, decade of adventure. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I think it's cool that they have these shirts. Mm-hmm. I I'll tell you right now, if there was a Jungle Cruise one for this, I would I would have bought oh, all over. Well, yeah, You've been you like climbing that. down, like yes, or a Matterhorn one, and I'm surprised they didn't have one because mm-hmm. it's the same. I'm not gonna get into that. Okay. 
Anyways, I thought that was kind of cool they had those shirts. Um, and even though I think it was lack, a lackluster event, I would have absolutely gone. Mm-hmm. I would. And I would have had a great I, time. I was kind of bummed that we were leaving two days before. Uh, what day did you leave, Mike? Monday. Oh, okay. It was Wednesday. Yeah, my friend was supposed to save me a pin because he works indie. Mm. The, Jeff, the mm. one that we met at, he mm. came to Trader Sam's because he's the lead over there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he messaged me and he goes, I'm going to try to grab you one, save you one. Awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, next item, Cozy Co Motel, now fully closed for refurbishment oh. in Cars Land at Disney California Adventure. What? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. That's all I want to say. Radio okay. Springs sure is seeing a lot of improvements these days, mm-hmm. starting with an expanded Casa de la Tires mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over at Luigi's and now a full-on refurb at the Cozy Cone Motel. Mm-hmm. The full set of quick-service kiosks is now behind construction walls as the mm-hmm. corners cones are repainted and refurbished for yep. the future enjoyment of guests. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess people know there was scaffolding had gone up over the top parts of the yep. cones with small. Okay, you can actually say that more. You saw it live in person. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Bad, ugly, good? horrible. It looked horrible. I mean, scaffolding. Of course, up, it ever. looks horrible. Yeah, it looks terrible. <laughs> and and uh, I mean, and they had the uh, fence going around where you mm-hmm. can um, still go in and buy whatever. But now, okay, yeah. like a wooded fence all the way around, and then it had a little mm-hmm. walkway. Well, yeah, because they still and, want to make money. Yeah. No longer, though. Yeah, but it looked horrible. I'm like, oh. Oh, man. Okay. Like, not bad as mentioned. Yeah, can, hey. you, can you briefly talk about that? Um, <sighs> Actually, for you Patreon listeners, uh, Udi did upload a special um, uh, audio-only version. Of, I mean, Udi's video soapbox? Up, of this. Yeah, of Udi's soapbox. So if you want to hear what he said, you can get on. I'll go, I'll go real short. Okay. Um, we walked in, um, and I walked in Friday night late. Around ten thirty, I want to say, um, and I did my walk around. Um, I was waiting for Joe to get his AP all handled, and then over at Haunted, that big beautiful tarp with the painting down, halfway down, and you could see scaffolding and everything. I'm like, oh, you think it my. fell though. Like, no, was it something? They took it down. Interesting. Yeah, they took it down. Wasn't because of wind. That is what the thought process is. That it was wind, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what. What? As we're walking around, there are other ways to deal with wind. Okay. And it looked, or it it was down the entire time I was there, and and you could actually at one point see the work crews. I'm like, oh my god. They're working at 10:30 at night. No, broad daylight, my friend. Oh. Well, yeah, they're working during the day. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh. You know, and then the only thing, though, I will say that they had an Imagineer there working along the scaffolding with him. I'm like, okay, I want that guy's job. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it right now with the tarp down because then everybody's looking. But he had, you know, the safety vest, which I get to wear every day. But his said Imagineer on there. I'm like, oh, oh. I want that one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I want that one. Uh, but anyway, so, I mean, I won't go too far into it because I am a Patreon. But, um, yeah, I wasn't very happy uh, about that. Mm-hmm. And there are ways to, they could have corrected that without having to drop the tarp. Yeah, they could have. My idea, literally, giant zippers, man. All you had to do is, like, zip, let the wind go through. <laughs> okay. But anyway. Yep. Okay. Ugly. And then, uh, yeah, Cozy Cone, ugly. All uh, ugly. Okay, gotcha. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Ugly. All right, next item. Move forward in style with this new Tomorrowland People Mover t-shirt at Disneyland. Uh, Celebrate the beloved former Disneyland attraction, the People Mover, with this new vintage 
inspired to new vintage. Is that kind of a oxymoron? No, it's not. I no. Uh, inspired T-shirt. This lively shirt is a blast from the past, featuring an out-of-this-world image of the classic attraction, along with Tomorrowland Icon Space Mountain. The 1960s-style drawing of the shirt is fun contrast to the timeless message it, 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 that that accompanies it. Keep moving forward to a new tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think of the shirt? I like it. I like it. Yeah. You okay. Would you wear it, Jazz? I wouldn't no, wear it. I wouldn't wear it, but I like it. Mm-hmm. What a, What attraction shirt would you wear? Nothing. Okay. That's not true. I've worn mansion. I've worn a mansion shirt. You would wear mansion. Mm-hmm. Mansion. I used to wear. I mean, I used to have a pirates one. Mm-hmm. Is it, what about um, a store canal? Would you wear? If it, it'd have to be good. Mm-hmm. What would make it good? I don't know. <laughs> it'd, it'd have to have monstro. It would be one of those where you walk up and uh, and go that one. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. yeah. And it would be something like, oh yes, I want this, and mm-hmm. I'm not leaving until I get it, kind of thing. Oh, you know, it's funny. There is a um, in that. What do they call the? It's a small world mall over there. Mm-hmm. It's the little store. Mm-hmm. They have that um, shirt that I just I want to get it, but it's so funny. It says, um, "I I I conquered." It's a, a small world, and it's got the logo <laughs> of the thing. I, I love that. That's funny. <laughs> I conquered. <laughs> I should get that for and that should be Woody's present. You gotta wear it. I would wear it. You yeah, it's like, I would. it's, it's I hilarious. Would. I would wear it on and off, and then I'd be like, and I'm done, and I'd take it off and like. <laughs> <laughs> Done with you. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I am actually happy that they're doing this, mm-hmm. doing this sort of mm-hmm. thing. And I wonder what's driving the floor, driving them to do this nostalgia <sighs> stuff. You know, I hope, I hope they're priming. Mm. I hope they're priming. I'll leave it there. Yeah, I understand what I you're saying. I hope they're priming. Because look what I'm wearing right now. I know, right? I mean, those came out and I'm like, oh. I know. What does this mean? Yeah. It means nothing. It means nothing. <laughs> But makes me feel nostalgic. But anyway. Anyway. That. Okay. Magic Happens. Next thing. At Disneyland's new Magic Happens parade debuted last week. And it may have been there while you were there. It was. Did you see it? I did. Oh, nice. Well, oh, well, you were firsthand. What do you think? It was pretty good. Oh. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Did it was you pretty good. Music? Oh. Uh, good. It has a good variety from every um, movie that they cover. So Moana, Frozen, Tangled. I love the Tangled part. The Moana was great. The the Coco, I'm like, okay. Um, and then had a little bit of the Sword and Stone. Very cool. I saw that Merlin thing. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Um, what does it they, mean? They have a mo. They had Hey Hey. By the way, they did. That's all I need. Yeah. And okay, I was gonna get a picture of it for you, mm-hmm. and I positioned myself on the in. Um, Right by the flag because that's where to do that right. end loop. Mm-hmm. Waiting because I'm like, oh, perfect. Camera ready. Looking, looking. Here, here, here come. There goes Moana. Okay, and then it's usually right in between uh, Moana and. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like they have? It, he's walking. Or no, no? It, it's a little basket mm-hmm. remote, and he's popping up and Cute. running around. Um, and then Maui comes up. I'm like, wait. And then I look, the operator's pushing it. I'm like, oh. Bummer. It broke it. It broke. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was trying to like push and be like, yeah. Moving along, trying not to like, nobody look at me. Nobody look at me. <laughs> but I felt bad. I was going to take a picture and send it to you. Yeah. Let me guess. So was it your idea or did Joey make you do it? We, it was timing. Okay. Yeah. And all timing. We were walking by and uh, we're like, okay, well, we're here. And there we were, and we watched it. 
Not all of it. I think we missed the beginning, but we caught the probably last two thirds. Okay. It was pretty good. Okay, awesome. For a parade, I'm like, yeah, I, I enjoyed it because it, it touches a lot of the new things and then gives a hard harken back and and I like it when they tie things together. You know, give you the things to be like, oh yeah, you know, the new classics, and then you have the the original. You know, more of the Walt things, if you want to put it that way, put it that way, and then they tied it all in. It was really good. Awesome. I enjoyed it. Cool. Except for Maui. I don't like Maui. That, that, <laughs> you have to see it. He's very, very stiff. Um, I wish I could make I could, it better. I could imagine. Like, why wouldn't, because it's not. Yeah. He's yeah, a big blow I up. I imagine. He, he's a big blow up. That is my negative. Um, he's a blow up? Yeah, like a That's big. Rough. Like a Like a big hero six. Yeah. Very well done. Good. Props on you. But yeah, a big hero. Yeah. And he's like. Anyway, um, anyway, but yeah, that's my only real criticism. Okay, yeah. awesome. Um, and that's pretty much it for the news. Um, quickly, I found that Disney has filed a permit to refurbish the blacksmith shop on Tor- Thomas Torres Island. Ooh, a little really? refurb there. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah. on the trip, I drugged Joe onto. I saw the picture. Uh, yeah, I'm like. He's like, man, I haven't been on there in so long. I'm like, we're going, like, right now. Walk over there. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and he was thankful, right? Yeah. He was like, oh, man, yeah, we went through everything. I'm like, imagine Mark trying to get through here. He's like, no. I'm no. Like, uh-huh. I know, well, right? We tried. <laughs> but you guys went to the little Pirates Lair area. Yep, right? that, it's nothing cool. Yeah. And you get those really cool pictures on the other side of the island of, uh-huh. the, of the waterfalls. Yep. And, mm-hmm. God, I love that. Yep. Um, Last news bit of item. You were there for Adventureland Days. You want to just really touch on, on um, that? Because maybe I, people I tell don't you what, know what that is. That was is. a lot of fun. Adventureland Days, um, people bounding. Joey looked nice. Yeah. I was like, and wow, then, that's pretty good. Outfit. Yeah, I wussed out, man. Mike, I did not prepare for cold weather no. in my bound, and I would I would have been miserable the entire day if I would have gone with what, what I had. But anyway, um, and you have a little <laughs> treasure hunt, and... Um, it was fun. I had a good time. I mean, it's a couple hours long. You go. It's kind of a very cool experience riding. Um, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. And. Indy. Indy with people. Well, yeah, that are like that. Yeah. Good time. They had a lot of people. They had um, probably seven, 800, I think. Yeah. It was I saw, a lot. I saw a picture all along Hungry Bear. Path. Yeah. I, I, I actually ran up and took a video. I, I have it uh, of them doing their song mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Awesome, but I have my I have my bound ready for next year though. So you will go again. I will go again. It is a good time. Um, I have my bound ready. Um, I'm gonna go as an old time mechanic. Yeah, oh, I already gotcha. have it all in my head already. Okay. Yep. So is it like an all day event or like a few hours during um, the day or? They kind of um, they'll have like photo op, photo op, um, go ride all together, go ride, yeah. and then um, then go treasure hunt. Fun. And then after that, they kind of go and all meet up at Tanglewood Terrace or Trader Sam's out there. So we were out there drinking and hanging out with people for a little while, too. Yeah. Cool. Kind of an all day. It's kind of spread out. Nothing where it's like, you need to be, you know, loose, loosely organized, I want to say. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Very cool. It was fun. It what was the... a lot. Of, it, I'm glad I was there. Yeah. I had a good time. Met some very, very cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was fun doing doing the um, the little map and i have oh, I, I should have brought it i was going to bring the the reward your treasure mm-hmm. for solving the uh the hunt or yeah mm. and um it's a cool pin it's pretty cool 
Okay. I think I, where I, I well, anyway, I was going to bring it and show you, but yeah, and I actually sent a picture to 13. I said, nope, this one's mine. I'm keeping this one because <laughs> I gave her my other one. But cool. We'll see about going to that next year. It is fun. I think if we can all go down there, it, you know, it's a good time and, and it gives you an opportunity to kind of look different. A lot of people ask you like, oh, what's going on? You know, sure. it's fun. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap up the news, and then we have a very special one-on-one uh, message. I don't from. want to call it one-on-one though. Oh, special Fernando only segment. Yeah, sorry, just, sorry. yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what that that's yeah. what this one is. All right, so let's go do that. Let's do it. Hey, good morning, LTP crew. It's Fernando, aka Fernando Strikes Back, aka Fernando in San Diego, and also known as uh, the guy that won't shut up in the comments. It's almost 6 a.m. on a weekday, so that means I am on the 10 freeway headed to work. Uh, but a little late, so I'm not really close to work, so figured why not, you know, do it where the LTP experience started for me. Uh, send this little trip report. So on Saturday, the 29th of February, it was going to be a normal day in the park. However, I got word that there was going to be some celebrities in the park. I'm sure you guys already covered it in the news. Booty uh, and Joe was, you know, pretty big news. I think the president even tweeted about it. They were in the park, I think, Friday night. Uh, once I saw that, I contacted Udi. Got lucky. He responded. Uh, so we said something up for Saturday. I know that we've been kind of trying to do this for a while now. You guys have been down a few times, and, you know, the last few times you guys have come down, I've just already had something going on that weekend I think the last time you guys were all down here that Friday I was going to try to make it out but by the time I got off of work and out I was just exhausted I was dead um, I don't think I would have survived the drive to Anaheim so here we are I finally got to meet at least part of the LTP crew and the LTP family which was you know an awesome experience um, so for anyone listening if you get the chance to be in the park when one or all of the crew is there and want to meet up and say hi, uh, do it. You don't have to spend all day. You don't have to ride a ride. You don't have to do anything other than just say hi. But, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you like, you know, the interactions, you kind of are arguing with them or agreeing with them or talking with them in your head, you know, as they're talking, uh, I suggest that you uh, take them up on the opportunity to meet them and do it in person. It was was pretty awesome. Uh, so on Saturday, I got to DCA around 1.30. Um, kids were wanting ice cream. I hadn't eaten breakfast, so naturally we headed to It's Lemon. I'd never been there before. Uh, this was on the LTP's recommendation. You guys have you know, said nothing but good things about that place. One of the downsides of having an AP sometimes is that you put off experiences for you know too long or longer than you should. You know, because you go into the park thinking, hey, if this is packed or this is you know too long, I'm not gonna ride it. Or I'm not gonna wait for it. And then sometimes you know you, you kind of wait for that perfect moment that's never gonna happen, and you, you know you miss out on stuff. So I had missed out on It's Lemon, but I knew I was gonna be meeting up with Udi. Thought, hey, well, why not you know, try this place out? I regret not doing it sooner. It was really good, uh, real refreshing, a little different. Uh, I could see something. You know, that'd be something that I want to do, like, when it's hot. Uh, summer's just right around the corner, and before we know it, it'll be, like, a million degrees outside, and 
that Slimer's going to hit the spot. I don't know that I would recommend it for breakfast, though. That probably was a bad idea, but, you know, you only live one, so ice cream for breakfast it is. Uh, after that, I went over to the Food and Wine Festival. I don't know what the name of the little kiosk place that I went to was. It just had corn on it. I got one of everything. They had this little corn and shrimp dish, which was pretty good. Um, pretty decent size. My daughter ended up eating most of the shrimp because she loved shrimp. They had these little mini chimichangas that were pretty good, um, kind of spicy, which was pretty awesome. Uh, I liked it better than the normal chimichanga. The only problem was that it was tiny and not the size of the normal chimichanga. And then by the time I realized that I wanted more, the line got long and I wasn't going to go back. Still, I would recommend anyone that's you know in the park during the food and wine festival to try those two things out. They also had like a chocolate kind of macaroon little cookie type thing. Uh, it was good. Yeah, it was sweet. It was kind of rich. It's kind of thing that like if you're craving something sweet, but you're gonna split it with someone, uh, then you're good to go. I think it was a little bit too much for one person to eat by themselves. I split it with the family, so it's four of us attacking this Mickey head. So it wasn't too uh, too bad. And also, I would wash it down with water. Anything else is gonna just be too sweet or like, <coughs> so overpowering. So try it out if you're in the mood for something sweet. I had some alcoholic drink also, and being that I hadn't had breakfast, and this is the LTP AA, I also opted for that. It was like a lemony orange liquor. I don't even know what the heck was in it anymore. It's real good. Um, it had lime, so that lime taste almost overpowered the orange taste. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It was like almost like Tampico with lime in it and alcohol. It's pretty good. Um, I'd recommend that if you like citrusy drinks and you know heartburn's not too much of an issue um so the point of this whole thing was to recap you know meeting up with Udi so right around this time when I'm finishing eating messaging Udi um we decided to meet at the Pacific Wharf so I head on over there and I'm just I'm waiting I'm anxiously waiting you know I swiped right on these two dudes and you know they swiped right on me now it's just do they look like what they look like in the pictures? Am I getting catfished? Am I catfishing them? You know, it was a definite, you know, a little bit of like nervousness going on. A little bit of a, hey, am I, am I hot enough? Am I, am I looking good? Uh, what's this going to be like? You know, the anticipation was kind of killing me. It was maybe a, a couple minutes from, you know, the time that we said we would meet there to when they actually showed up, but it felt like forever. Finally, met them at the little cart that sells beer there in uh, Pacific Wharf. Went up to them, introduced myself, said hi, what's up? I introduced my family, they introduced themselves. Uh, and it was like meeting an old friend that you've never met or catching up with an old friend that you've never met. I think works better. Um, you know, just instantly it was like, yeah, these are the guys on the podcast. This is how they talk. This is how they are. This is real. So I appreciate that because... You know, when I listen, I'm either agreeing or arguing or discussing whatever. I'm answering back in my head, basically, as you guys are talking. And, you know, being able to do that in real life, and then you guys are exactly the same from when you guys record to, you know, when you guys are out there in the park in real life. That was awesome. It was a little, a little refreshing, like, hey, uh, you know, this is who they really are. So, got mine, uh, grabbed a beer because also LTPAA. Uh, talked for a bit, headed over to Flo's. You know, we sat down to drink our beer, talk, catch up. 
often we FaceTime you, Mark, and I think you're driving back from Yosemite. It's a little hard to hear and, you know, not quite the same as having you right there, you know, in the flesh, but it was nice to see you, nice to talk. You know, I owe you and Jess a beer or drink of your choice. I think next time, though, I'll, like, eat a legit breakfast before so I don't feel so bad afterwards. But, uh, you know, we were chilling there, enjoying the scaffolding of, uh, of Cars Land, finished our beers, walked over to Disneyland. Um, I took the kids on... Uh, Star Tours. I think at that time Joe and Moody split to the flag retreat. Would have joined them, but by that time it was almost 4.30 and I had not taken my kids on a ride yet, so legally I think they would have been allowed to kill me and, you know, there would have been no legal repercussions for them, so fearing for my own safety and well-being, I did the smart thing and, you know, took them on a ride. Um, after that, just kind of messaging Moody uh, here and there, trying to, like, work it out again, so we got to ride, um, Spugglers run together. You know, there's that picture that Udi posted on the uh, Living Today podcast Instagram. It's me, him, Joe, my daughter Marissa, and the top of Luke's head. Uh, it was a you know awesome experience. Great time waiting in line. Uh, the kids loved uh, their LTP deals. Uh, Joey and Udi. Whenever you guys do decide to have kids, um, I mean not together, but you know what I mean. You guys are gonna be awesome dads you know, if you guys go that route. If not, you guys are still you know awesome uncle's awesome with the kids they really came out of their shells that they kind of are in when they first meet people uh, they didn't have any any of that you know as you guys can tell you know, my kids were climbing all over you so uh, you know, thanks for that thanks for hanging out um, it was cool to pilot the falcon with Udi you know we had my kids they were both the gunners I think Marissa jacked Udi's um, not Udi sorry Joe's card and she was supposed to be an engineer but she she jacked him and took his gunner card and made him the engineer, so that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, it was a cool experience. You know, we, we split up because at that time you guys were going to uh, board. Your Rise of the Resistance boarding group was, you know, getting close to getting called. Um, we went our separate ways. We had, we had some like fast pass things to do, and then we met up, you know, to say goodbye. I think at Big Thunder um, a little bit before you guys left. And, you know, the whole experience was cool. It was, it was cool to hang out. It was cool to talk. It was cool to have that interaction, you know, with the kids. And, you know, again, to anyone listening, if you guys get the chance, meet these people in the park and do it, you know. Um, you don't have to spend the whole day, you know, if that's not your thing. Or if you want to, you can, you know. It's like, it's really like just hanging out with friends. Um, if you listen to the podcast and you genuinely, you know, enjoy listening and, you know, what they have to say, whether you agree or not, um, do it. Like, there was really no awkwardness. It was just a little bit of anticipation on my part. Um, but once we, you know, met up and started talking, it was like, it was like picking up on a conversation we'd never had. So it was, it was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was awesome. So that's kind of a little quick trip recap. I'm driving, so I'm probably misremembering or uh, forgetting some stuff. But, you know, Thank you guys for, for meeting up and for doing that. And, uh, you know, like I said, Jess, Mark, um, you guys are in the park, 13-2. Um, drinks on me. And uh, with that being said, during episode 100, you guys had a lot of, you know, people on. And it was pretty cool to hear everyone's voice, everyone's perspective, people that, you know, are 
active in the comments and you know active with the, the interactions and stuff. Uh, I think there's a few people that said that you know they would like to be on the show, but they're not Patreons, etc. Um, so what I want to do is just work it out with you guys. You guys give me like an amount to donate, and I'll make an additional donation to Patreon, and we can see if we can get a couple of those people on the show. Um, part of why I like listening to you, ELTP is it's a real you know interactive and vocal and growing community. So uh, you know I've talked enough on this show. If you guys want to you know try to get on or get out to kind of expand get some more voices on because I'm just interested in hearing what other people have to say other people's perspectives um, you know other people's experiences it's all part of what makes this fun you know we, we all have this thing in common in Disneyland and the parks you know a love for for all things Disney or most things Disney at least well actually you know Disney owns everything so I think like you can actually say all things Disney because Disney is all things um but back to my point, yeah, just you guys message me, we'll, we'll set it up, we'll, you know, try to get some more people on the show, um, I'm excited and interested to hear what, you know, what we come up with and who we can get on, um, another thing you guys have done is, you guys have inspired me to start a podcast, um, hopefully soon I will be working closer to home and also have the ability to work from home so that'll free up a a little bit of time uh, for me so that I can you know, set this up and do this. I have, you know, already kind of like an outline of how I want to do it and uh, I'll be reaching out to you guys for technical advice and stuff and definitely once I get rolling and uh, recording and, you know, my feet on the ground, I would you know, be honored if you guys would come on. Uh, but for now, that's just uh, something that I'm setting up. That's all thanks to you guys, you know. Um, I've listened and kind of like grown with you guys, grown with the show. Uh, you know, you guys have started off from, you know, this small little like, hey, what are we doing? Uh, we're doing this right, is anyone listening to, well, I can't believe we got, you know, people in the Philippines or Argentina, you know, the moon. Just people from all over listening and you guys just keep up the great work. Next time you're in the park, definitely going to meet up. And, yeah, that's it. Um, I'm going to go now before I road rage crash into this person going slow in the fast lane. There's plenty of other lanes that you can go in, buddy. Like, really, seriously, pick, pick anyone but but this one. Um, all right, guys. Until then, see you in the parks. Later. And now let's go to our feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. All right, so to continue our series of past, present, and future of attractions, this uh, this week, this episode takes us to the Disneyland monorail. Um, so we're going to go through this, talk about its past, its present, and where we think it fits into the park in the future, um, and all that good stuff. And then we're going to go talk. I have a very special guest with Mr. Sam Carter. All right. Okay, so the monorail has an interesting past. Um, so Walt Disney and his Imagineers did not invent the monorail. Various monorails had been built and demonstrated in America since around 1876. That was the year that a steam-powered monorail debuted at Philadelphia's Centennial Exposition. 
Uh, some 80 years later, Alweg, a design company name for mm-hmm. the initials of the Swedish founder, Dr. Axel Leonard Winner Glenn Gren, began testing advanced monorail um, train and track designs in Germany. So uh, in 1957, when Walt and Lillian were vacationing in Wuppertal, Germany, they had to ride a nine-and-one-half-mile historic monorail train. Um, Wuppertal is a mountain town with a curving river. The train had been put into service in 1901. It was the easiest way to go up and down through this, this, this little town. It was a simple system, and the train swung freely from the overhead track. Uh, as the trip continued, the couple was driving north on an old main road near Cologne, Germany, when a monorail train happened to cross over their heads from the right to the left. Mm-hmm. It was going from the factory to the administration building. Walt admittedly pulled over and went into the administration building and learned about the Allway Company, which was owned again by Dr. Axel Leonard Warner, or Winner Gren, who had made a fortune by investing in Electrolux vacuum cleaners. Mm. He had decided to spend a lot of his fortune on the development of the monorail system. His design was different, though. It rested on the track instead of being suspended from overhead. Um, so those two got together and formed uh, this little agreement to maybe develop one out in California. So Disney legend Bob Gurr, who designed most of the park's vehicles, designed a tapered futuristic train that looked as exhilarating to look at mm-hmm. as it was to ride. Imaginer Bill Martin laid out the track approximately where the short-lived V-Liner had been. The goal was to create a highway in the sky that would serve as a meaningful alternative to public transportation. The monorail opened in June of 1959 as one of the park's first e-ticket attractions. The Matterhorn bobsleds and submarine voyage were the other two. Mm -hmm. At first, it was only a sightseeing attraction that had one three-car train dubbed Monorail Red. The trains have usually been identified by their colors, and there was only one stop next to the submarines in Tomorrowland. This meant that only 82 guests, not hundreds at a time, were starting and stopping at the same point. Uh, from the Tomorrowland station, guests looped for eight-tenths of a mile around the lagoon, Autopia, and the Matterhorn bobsleds. The trains quietly went along the single or mono rail at speeds between 20 and 30 miles per hour <laughs> at heights from 12 to 20 feet. With this popularity gaining, Disney commissioned another train to be uh, added to the, to the lineup. Next was the monorail blue. In April of 1961, that's um, only two years after this, uh, not even two years, um, the monorail was shut down so the track could be extended outside the berm to the Disneyland Hotel. In June of 1961, the monorail, so that's only like April to June, it shut down. They added track, and that's, what, three months at that? Mm-hmm. April, May, <laughs> two and a half months? Yeah, you, know, you can't get that done now in California. You cannot. The, the monorail reopened and now traveled a total of 2.3 miles. Another train was added to the mix, the monorail gold. This version was also known as the Mark II model, which included the classic design of the bubble top. Mm-hmm. These also carried 108 passengers. A Mark III model debuted in 1969 that had larger ride capacity and was designated as Monorail Green. The Monorail received a special plaque, plaque by the American Society of Mechanical Engineers in 1986. Just a year later, in 1987, Monorail Purple joined the fleet that featured sliding doors and air conditioning. Woo-hoo. And they finally dropped the Allweg name that you mm-hmm. that you saw on there. I know this is very riveting information. Right? Mm-hmm. Just is starting to stay awake. History. Uh, now the monorail trains have been repainted to advertise the latest film or promotion that the company is pushing. 
unfortunately, the goal of revolutionizing public transportation via the monorail never never materialized. While several other all-wig monorails went in, went in, into service into service in Seattle, for example, other major, major cities like Los Angeles never never adopted them, which makes the one operating in Disneyland more special. It's the first of its kind that was built in America and the longest running of its kind. The Disneyland monorail serves as a majestic sight anytime it streams into view. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So that's a little bit of history, maybe more than you want to know. But I actually find that stuff interesting. And you can we can go, you can do your own research and dig deep. Dig deep, and Jess is probably going to do that later. As soon oh, as we, I'm going to. Yeah. It's going to help me sleep. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure it will. Well, that's probably more than you wanted to know about the monorail, wasn't it? No, I like it. Okay. I like the monorail. I do. Uh, so that's its past, and presently it is humming along. Udi, you were just on it? Yeah, love it every time. Every time. Is it essential for you? No. No? No, um, but fun. Mm-hmm. D- yeah, definitely yeah, fun. Good time. And then I love riding in from... Uh, downtown Disney, mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah, I yeah. don't like going out. I prefer going in. Exactly. Well, oh, stop it, Udi. I knew that was... I was waiting for one of you. I know. Um, <laughs> what I, uh, but don't you think going into the park, the Main Street, is the best way? Well, yeah, but... Yes, but especially on a busy day, you beat the crowds. Yeah, I mean, I think you need to go in, but, like, if you leave or come back or whatever... Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we go down to Trader Sam's or... I did that with Anika, yeah. We, we, we did that from... Uh, we just took it to the, the, the Trader Sam's, and that's yep. a great, great way to do it. Oh, yeah. Always. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I second that. Absolutely. I love it. Yep. So that's the... And that's the and that's the present. Where do you guys see this in the future for Disneyland? It mm. won't go anywhere. No, I hope... <clears throat> um, they add. Mm. I don't know how mm. or where or why, but it'd be cool. Well, the why would be... Auxiliary parking or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the why is, I guess, the, the, the question. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I totally agree. I would love to see it expanded somewhere. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Yeah. I, I tell you, though, I'm not a fan of them wrapping it up in, like... I hate it. Like, like the latest movie thing. The Mickeys and all yeah. well, that. Now they're Mickey. They're covered in Mickey, basically. Is that acceptable or no? Would you I, rather have the colors? I would rather have the colors. Absolutely. I, I, I would, too. Yeah. Just give them the colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed that because, yeah, I remember the color of it, the train would come by, and every one, you know, you're like, oh, different train, different train. Now it kind of homogenized it to a level, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. The uniqueness of it is gone down a bit because of that. Because, oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's awesome, and yeah. I think it's just as symbolic as, I mean, we could talk, we could have a show on what what is really symbolic in the park. What, mm-hmm. I mean, that to me, seeing that thing going along is like, okay, mm-hmm. well, yeah, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were we were in line for Soren, and you mm. know, you're right there underneath it. Yep. And it goes by, and I'm like, every time it goes by, I'm like, oh man, I love it. I love it. I know. I know. I'm like, love it. I know. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Well, that's cool. Uh, maybe if you guys want to listen in, you can share your thoughts on the monorail mm-hmm. or, or not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next one, next is going to be uh, Snow White Scary Adventure. <laughs> that one, that's the next attraction that's on the list. Um, I like it. By the way. Yeah. No covering whatsoever. No, there was when we were there. They shouldn't need it now because they're inside. Oh, oh the bait. Everything scaffolded. Still? Still? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you can Because they yeah. had walls up and everything when yep. we were there. Wall up, scaffolding up, still up. Mm. You can see it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Made me mad. Mm. And they have a carousel, but that was completely covered. I'm like, okay, good. I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay. 
A lot was going on in the park. I'm like, but anyway, I get it. Needed to happen. Kind of a bummer. Needed to happen. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. But anyway. Anyway. Okay. Uh, So that was that uh, segment of that past, better, and future. Now let's go talk to our very special guest, Sam Carter. Hey, LTB listeners, we want to welcome a very special guest to the show. This is former designer at Disney Creative Entertainment and current Wonderground artist, Sam Carter. How's it going? Hey, it's awesome. How are you guys? We are doing wonderful. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your evening to talk to us. My pleasure. I'm yeah. always down to talk shop. Oh, awesome. Yeah, awesome. I like that. Yeah. So one of the things on our on our podcast that we like to do is we love to interview like authors, subject matter experts and artists that have something to do with Disney, because that's what this show was all about is Disneyland and Disney, but mostly mostly the Disneyland Resort. And we thought Sam would be a very good addition to add to this yep. as a guest Thank list. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So I so I happened to discover you on Instagram. Um, one of the things that we saw was your rendition of your proposed Fantasyland art. <laughs> okay. Right. So, totally unofficial, but just, you know, from the, the nerd in me who was dying to see something happen there, um, I it's so much easier for me to, like, to visualize it and sketch it out rather than describe it. And um, it, it all came from I was really thinking about, well, what is it going to do with Tomorrowland? Like, we're having issues in Tomorrowland. It's mm-hmm. abandoned for, like, the people who were tracks been abandoned for 20 years. Right. And, like, what are we going to do with this place? And I just, I knew in my heart that, well, they can't really decide what they want to do with Tomorrowland until they decide what they're going to do with Fantasyland. So it, it all kind of ties back together, right? Oh, it totally so does. It, it kind of just, it kind of, for, especially with that sub area, and it kind of just forced me to go, well, well what would they do there? And, and what do I think they should do there? So I kind of just, you know, I have an hour train ride each way to work coming from Orange County to L.A. every day. Mm. And I just have a sketch pad. So I started sketching out what I thought it should be. And I'm like, wait a second, this is pretty cool. And then um, I can't help but to share it, you know, and then people people see it and they kind of trip out. And I'm like, no, this is just for fun. You know, there's, <laughs> there's nothing to it. But, um, you know, I am in the industry. <laughs> I, I do, um, like I said, there's the Wonderground and, and I came from Disney Entertainment. And I feel like I know that space really well. And it is like sacred territory, right? Like, oh, what, it is. What can you take out and what can't you take out? Yeah. Oh. And 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 it, it was hard for me to make some decisions. And it's just, you know, all in my head, all for funsies. But there yeah. are some things I'm like, you know what, for, for the good of Disneyland, what stays and what goes? You know, Walt said it's not a museum, right? And would he be okay if we got rid of... Oh my God! It hurts to say it, but Storybook Land and Casey Jr. You know, there's questions like that that you ask, and I think that if it's, I wouldn't want to remove. And this is, well, this is the conversation that kind of develops when you talk about this stuff, and that's what, that's the fun part, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like I wouldn't. I would hope that they wouldn't make changes to Fantasyland, like just because. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't rip out Mr. Toad just because. I wouldn't. Right. You know, it has to have like real meaning behind it, and like symbolic references too and throwbacks to the past and what would be really cool there and um so in that drawing i did i don't know if the listeners have seen it but it's uh i did just that i kind of like what happens if everything past dumbo was gone and that includes toontown right like all the way back and then um what has to stay i'm like well small world has to stay of course um dumbo i think would stay there but in that drawing i did i thought what was really kind of cool was you have, like, a whole nice big lagoon in the back, and you kind of bring back that uh, Captain Pirate ship, and you have, like, a Skull Rock 
kind of thing. And I like that. It just had a really cool. It had a really cool lead up to Small World. I kind of gave it like a Fantasia Gardens type of thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, tying to Tomorrowland, you know, um, whatever is going to happen over there. And honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea about Fantasyland either. But I was thinking, you know, like with some prime real estate, what if we did put a Beauty and the Beast area back there? Or what if we did wipe out, hypothetically, wipe out Toontown for Frozen, right? right. I'm not a big Frozen fan, but when people kind of gave me grief, like you would really rip out, sacrifice Roger Rabbit for, for Elsa? Uh. I'm like, no, but like, <laughs> if hypothetically, what if you had a Frozen ride that used the Pirate Shanghai ride system? Like, does that sound cool? Like, I think that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I think it, it might be kind of. Uh, I think it'd be amazing. Like, I wouldn't sacrifice Roger Rabbit and all of Toontown for a clone of what's at Epcot. But if it was something, you know, more like hardcore, because you know, I am happy that uh, that we're getting Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, but I really think yeah. it should have gone to DCA because I think DCA needs it way more than Disneyland. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um. I don't know if, if you guys heard about the. Um, I, I did a mural that's in the that was in the N19 building backstage, behind Toontown. Mm-hmm. And what's funny about that is that's kind of like my, the start of my career, is when I was when I was in parades. I started at Disneyland in 1995, driving floats. And you know, I worked everything from electrical parade to Hercules, Light Magic, Mulan parade, mm-hmm. all the way up to when I was in charge of the drivers for Block Party Bash. And at that point, I, I made a switch to be an art director in the art department. And um, but like to get the attention, I, I took two years and I painted this mural in the parade building. And the, the mural had every single parade the park's ever had. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, I, I, I could send you out some links to it. It was pretty amazing. Oh yeah. But that's yeah, how I got the attention of the art department. Gee. Like because I've been trying to get in the art department the whole career, you know. Like I'd kind of snoop around. Back behind Pirates, there's some Imagineer trailers back there. Back then, it was called the Disneyland Design Studio. Mm-hmm. And then I would get to chat with Tony Baxter or Kim Irvine, and you just see these folks. You're like, this is like Disney nerd royalty you get to talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always kind of like had that relationship with them where they, amazingly enough, they remember me. And then when I became you know, an art specialist, I would do events, and I'd work side by side with them. And ironically enough, even like fast forward to last year, I, I do a lot of events still. And one of my buddies, Tim O'Day, he's like, hey, um, yeah. we're, me and uh, Tony are going to go get lunch at his favorite place. Do you want to join us? And I'm like, oh, you, th- you think it's Tony? Do you Tony Baxter? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he loves this place. Uh, and I'm like, let's go check it out. And I'm like, yeah. yeah right? The funny about that is here I am having lunch with Tony Baxter and Tim O'Day. And Tim's like, hey, show him that drawing you did a fantasy land. Oh, yeah. And he's like. And he's like, what drawing did you do with Fantasyland? So I kind of showed him, and he just looks at it, and he's like, yeah, there's no way. There's not enough room. And I'm like, I don't know, Tony, man. I don't know if you know. I think I think there's plenty of room here. He's like, no, there's not room. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm having this conversation with Tony Baxter about having <laughs> <laughs> room right. in Fantasyland so wow. they could be fit. I'm like, you know, Tony, if you look at Google Earth, and you kind of squeeze down here, I think it'll fit. And he's like, and it's all just for fun. Yeah, you know, sure. nothing serious with it. But um, it's just kind of dreams come true to, to have those relationships and to be able to you know even enjoy this kind of stuff and to, to live so close to it like i'm only you know five minutes away from the parks Jeez. and then now that i have kids that you know they're twins or they're four-year-olds mm-hmm. we take them to the parks all the time and like it's just it's so fun to to, to live it again through that so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's it's fun stuff but it's if, 
if you um, what, what stood out the most about that map for you guys? Well, for me, um, so so Jess actually worked at Disneyland, and she worked in Fantasyland. So I figured this would be something that would strike so a she cool. She hates me. Oh yeah. She, well, Jess. Yeah. Got it. I don't hate you, but I don't like it. Yeah. She wasn't too yeah. happy. I'm just, I'm a, trust me. I'm a purist. I'm just, and I worked storybook, so that like that hit me. Oh, yes, I know. You, yeah. So what? What it was, was a the, real selfish choice? Yeah. Oh, it totally was oh, a selfish yeah. choice. So oh, yeah. what? So what? Jess didn't agree with you here, right off the bat. Frozen. Frozen? I just, I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't frozen. Fair I just enough. can't do it. Um, but I mean, everything Fair else. Enough. I mean, I like that you put the Seven Dwarves Mine Train in there. Um, because I, I mean, I wrote it in Shanghai when we went to Shanghai, and that's a really cool attraction. Oh, and I would, <laughs> I would like to see that back here, um, you know, with us. Yeah. Uh, and then I like that you incorporated um, Rapunzel into there because I feel like yeah. she doesn't get enough credit. None. Um, None. Yeah. Oh, is that, well, you know what's crazy about that? Yeah. Oh. It's funny you mentioned the Diamond Mine. Mm-hmm. Since, you did, since you mentioned Diamond Mine, I was really going back and forth whether to draw a Casey Jr. version of Diamond Mine. Oh, oh so wow. Either, like we're paying tribute. To, you know, it doesn't have to be another clone of something because I'm all for the parks having like um, original attractions mm-hmm. on each coast. Like we don't have to copy everything, you know, unless it's like a Space Mountain or something like that. But um, for something like that, I'm like, you could do a, a Casey Jr. version that maybe like the the one in Paris is kind of like a little more roller coaster. So that okay. could be done. And, and again, it, it pays tribute to what yeah what's there currently. Well, yeah, and that and you mentioned I would the tangled like. stuff. I would really think that. Um, I could just picture that tower there. I've always thought they would build that tower where the Skyway Chalet used to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then great. if you have, like, the, sn- the Snuggly Dunkling back there, like, you oh, turn yeah. Village Hoff into that. And oh, yeah. the hard part is if you, like, you know, just brainstorming, I don't know anything, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Pinocchio, but what if they did switch that out to be a Tangled Light? Can you have, like, a little Tangled kind of corner there? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they wouldn't really change Snow White because they're just, you know, they're putting a lot of TLC into it right now. Mm-hmm. You obviously can't touch Peter Pan, like, no way. Yeah, no. Now, Mr. Toad, what do you think? But I know people would riot because well, it's an open day attraction, but... Yeah, open day attraction, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. That is a tough Open day attraction, but, you know, it, it's been done. But, Florida's done it. But it has it's not done, out yeah. of the question. But it's if not. you if you mess with Mr. Toad, you sort of have to mess with Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Right? Good point. We don't want to touch that either. Cause that like building. Yeah, you have that building. But you can still use it. But here's the thing, too. If you, were, if you were to squeeze something brand new in there, like, it'll just be so popular that I don't think there's really room for, like, a queue or there's not really room to do it justice. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because, like, even with Little Mermaid, you know, that's a pretty decent bicycle building, and, they, you know, they put it in DCA. But, like, I just, can you imagine a, a ride like that? just plopped into old school fantasy line. It just no. wouldn't feel yeah. right. It wouldn't be <laughs> no. right. So that's why for the most part, yeah, that's why for the most part, I kind of kept south of the Dumbo mm-hmm. um, as is paying tribute to, you know, it's, those are the, yeah, the classic the stuff. But um, even just, if you wanted to, I mean, that's where it would disagree with me, but I'm like, well, maybe you could squeeze in um, a show building because if you really, you think about where the fantasy mm-hmm. theater is, mm-hmm. you think about where all the way up to that um, that east entrance is the Galaxy's Edge. There's a yeah. lot of space there, and there is. And if you wanted to do, if you wanted to squeeze back into Toontown, it's not because um, it's not Elsa. That's fine too. But um, I don't know. I think it might be cool to to still have a Tangled Dark ride because it is it's pretty amazing, and I think it's better than Frozen for sure. Oh, uh, it is. I agree. But I think it's, it's just, and especially having little kids, they really resonate. Like those are the new classics that are really really good. 
that I think would be, it seems like a no-brainer to have. I do, I do like the amount of water that you incorporated I, I into it. Yeah. Yes. Um, it really yeah. reminds me a lot of Shanghai because that's, I mean, there's yep. so many lagoons and just water features. And so I did like, I really liked that. Now in front of Thank kind you. of your, oh, of course, of course, um, over by the teacups, is that, I was trying to look at the, I'm trying to blow up my image. Yeah. Were you doing an Alice-like so. maze? Yeah, okay. I thought I always thought that was really cool. That, um, Let me see that. Paris has that really neat walkthrough, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a smaller version of that. And it's just kind of makes like you would have a little tangled area with the tower and the restaurant. And it's kind of you we already have like a little mini Alice area with the dark ride and then the teacups. I think it'd be really cool on the other side of the teacups to do like a some kind of like small hedge maze mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And yeah. then that will kind of blend to like a really royal entrance, like a, a big lead up that. to Small World. Yeah, that yeah, would, yeah, um, that would be nice really too cool. is inside, if you look at the small lagoon right there, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a tribute to Monstro, too, where you see, like, a whale. Yeah. And it's no, kind yeah. of blowing, blowing the water up. up. So it's, like, as, as much tribute as you can. To um, book. Yeah, I think it's really cool. And then, obviously, the Beauty and the Beast area, because that, that real estate is huge on that side. It is, mm -hmm. and they and aren't you could, utilizing you could do a ton. it. You back, like, with the, motor, think, yeah. back with the motorboat cruise to uh, Gummy Glen? Yeah. That's that's. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you're talking cool. about, right? For the, the Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would actually go. This is see. This is when people kind of disagree with me. Is I would actually expand Fantasyland all the way to Utopia. It's crazy talk, I know. But wow. if I would have to go all the way down that way to the Sub Lagoon and just let it eat it up. Because if you think about it, mm. you kind of know they want to do it anyway. You kind of mm. know, like, how can we put these properties into the park? It's, I would do it, you know, and fill up that corner with it. So you would get rid of all, um, so would that sort of uh, take out some of Autopia or no? Yeah, I, well, I've always thought Autopia should go, and I know it's an opening day thing, but mm. as, as, after after Cars Land opened, I'm like, I think we're good with the car stuff in the park. I, so I agree. I think, um, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I know my kids, my kids love it too, and <laughs> kids love it, and everyone says, oh, it doesn't belong in Tomorrowland, and then the argument to that is, well, if they're going to be driving tomorrow, that's why they like it, and it's just mm. like... You know, it's not even electric. It's yeah. gas guzzling. Thank you. Like, Thank you. <laughs> give me a break. So, and I, it's just funny. They keep getting sponsors for it, and they keep putting more money into it. I'm like, I don't know. Not to be cliche, but let it go. Like, yeah. Let it go. It's like, oh, I so agree. Hot. I've been I've been saying that for a very, but, uh, very long time already. Yeah. Got to gotta change it. Yeah, unless, yeah. unless you want to give us hover cars. <laughs> right? I'm, yeah, then that would be fun. <laughs> then you're, then you're cool. relevant again. So in the it's even worse in, in Florida. I just can't stand the <laughs> yeah. And I know it's, it, some people think it's sacrilegious. I'm like, and especially next to Tron, like, oh, right, oh, yeah. exactly, yeah. And you can't mix something with Tron. <laughs> like Tron, something that it's yeah, you can't mix it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, it's just crazy. Right. So after, like, when you go under the the tracks uh, for Small World. Is that would that is that mm -hmm. whole area kind of like is that what you're looking at, just all frozen, like because the little town here and yeah. then you've got the castle. Yeah, and... I thought it, I thought it'd be like the Arendelle area. Okay. It's um, you know more waterways, um, the whole village for that, um, and then the Shanghai Pirates Ride system is like what I thought would be really neat there. And, and I do think that eventually Galaxy's Edge should connect that way. I don't think that area should be a dead end. I think it should kind of be a fourth entrance to Star Wars land. And that's what Udi has always thought. 
<laughs> Do you think no. that? Oh, you don't no. think you should go no, through no, Toontown? No, no, no. I, I think, well, I like the idea of getting rid of Toontown, period. I, I, right. I've been talking about that for I don't know how long now. I walked into Toontown. Yeah. The they could even year. do it by Toontown. Since Toontown's staying, obviously since Runway Rollway, right? Yeah. I think they could still do a pathway. Kind of, you have to remove that Chippendale's treehouse and vaulted area that's been abandoned for two decades. Mm-hmm. Right. But that could be a nice, toony yeah. path to that go back good. that way. I, I would take that one. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would. Because, I mean, the one thing, they, you, they'll do it correctly. Because they've they done the transitions into that land fantastically. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, the, the thing is, like, I, I drew this up It's maybe a year and a half ago. And I haven't even looked at it for a long time. I was just trying to think from memory. Um, I do think, so, since I was before they announced Runway Railway, I'm just excited that Toontown's staying only because, like I mentioned before, I love Roger Rabbit. I think it's the best dark ride at the park. And seeing, like, you know, a kid when Roger Rabbit came out and, like, loving it back then, it's just a throwback. And it's it's shocking when you go back there now, you're like, I can't believe there's a Roger Rabbit ride. Like, it just seems like one of those things, like, how does this exist? And it's, it's there. It's awesome. Yeah. That, that's true. You know, have you done any other renditions of lands? Like, have you done a Tomorrowland version of, of your idea? I have. A what? I, I've done this one, but it's more like a this kind of high high concepts mm. that, um, for the most part, I just think they should level everything except Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, the, it's a bummer that the Brad Bird film didn't do well. I really wish it did, because I think they would have poured more money into a project like Tomorrowland. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, the look that they've, came, they've, they've come up with is just from that movie. <laughs> Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen the Art of Tomorrowland book, but yeah. it's oh, yeah. perfect. Uh, so, like, in the future, if you have time, would you ever want to come on and talk about your version of Tomorrowland with us? Because we love that topic as oh, yeah. well. Yeah, we talk about that often. Yeah, yeah, okay. I could brainstorm. Okay, absolutely. We can we can yeah. set that up for later this uh, year then, when you, or whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah, cool. Cool. Man, this is awesome. See, but you only have like five minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk your ear off for hours. Yeah, we could be here for a ridiculous. long time. Oh, same here, man. <laughs> yeah, this, this, yeah. See, this, this kind of stuff. I kind of grew up. I'm getting those those giant like park fun maps that I actually still have, and I would pour. Oh, same would, here, man. I would pour over those for hours and hours because we only got to go like once or twice a year, um, growing up. Yeah. So, so this is actually very akin to that. Um, Right. Yeah, and God, we have so many, so many. Well, it's qu- tricky about it because, like, you love these places so much, and you don't want them to change, but then you know that the parks have to evolve. Mm-hmm. And just the whole conversation of like, can you imagine having that job to decide what stays and what oh, goes? Oh man, mm-hmm. oh, it's heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. And like you, and like as long as changes are made that aren't just for the heck of it, there's reasons behind it. I, sh- I hope everyone is okay with that because it's going to happen, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you were to tell me that they would chop a third of the rivers of America off for Star Wars land. It's like, I would never think that's a, a, something that they would do. Yep. And they did it. Yep. So like for this, you're like, who knows what they have, they have planned, you know? Um, but it's just, it's really fun to speculate and have that dialogue and figure it out. Like that's what my friends do. We all, all time, we call it like a drink and draw. We'll go to a, a pub or something and we all bring our sketch pads and we're like, no, oh, I think they should do this. Oh, it should be more like this. And it's, like, what a bunch of losers because we don't, <laughs> we're not paid to do any of that. We're just, but we love it so much. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a real pastime. Mm-hmm. And then when they do make these decisions, it's just so curious to go, oh, yeah, I, I would have done that too. Or, or, okay, no way, that's exactly the opposite of what I would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, 
little things too, like when um when DCA opened. Like we all know, <laughs> so I, I was in parades at the time. I opened Eureka, and we were rehearsing the parades during the day because the park wasn't open yet. And um, we're walking around DCA, and I'm just like seeing all these stucco walls in Paradise Pier, and I'm like, what is going on? It just looks like a mini mall. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I thought for sure it'd be like. Like, why isn't this Main Street on the beach? Like, this should be Victorian. Seaside Victorian, throwback to 30s. Mm. And it wasn't. It was trying to be all hip and modern. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny that, you know, later down the road, 2008 comes along and they make it Victorian, Seaside, Main mm-hmm. Street on the on a pier. Mm-hmm. And it's like, see, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's funny, like, a lot of our friends are kind of, would say, like, oh, hey, man, I remember you were talking about it. Should, it's, that's what it should have been. I'm like, yeah, well, it just took them enough money and budget, because that's what really dictated how that park turned yeah, out. But very much. I'm glad, I'm glad it was a lemon when it came out because, <laughs> you know, come 2012, it got us. I think 2012, the park was perfection. I love it. With um, Cars Land and Buena Vista Street and, and Power Fair, you know, everything, the whole park was cohesive. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, like I said, we care so much for this place and we always have our input as long as people aren't too... Too much, too angry about it, and they get like they start to riot if things change. Because you know, it's not a museum, but nope. I do think the parks are the parks are in good hands. Like the people that work over there and they do it every day, they love it even more than we do. If you can believe it, so they they know that the decisions that they make are not to um, to mess with the fans. But they're, mm-hmm. they're, especially with the internet, and Twitter, you're going to have some pissed off fans regardless. Because mm-hmm. you can't make everyone happy, right? Yeah, but. It's all, it's all in good fun, and it's I just it's one of those, my favorite things to do is to nerd out about it and just talk, 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 talk about it. Yeah. My last Wonderground show, when I had a signing, I had to, people had to like keep keep going, like, hey, next, next. So I kept talking to each person about the Country Bear Jamboree or Phantasmic or <laughs> my, my, one of my pieces are based on. I could just, I could talk on, I talk forever, so... Okay. Hopefully well, I didn't, yeah, you're you'll, no, you'll oh, fit no. right in here. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we we do hours of talking. So yeah, literally, yeah. Seriously, anytime you want to come back on, we would love to have you um, because we can talk about you. You actually are our kind of people. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah so, totally, totally. Fit right in. So we've got like four really quick questions for you regarding Disneyland, yeah. so, and we ask all the guests here. Um, what is your what is your essential or what is or what are your essential Disneyland attractions? Oh, Wait. man. Is that resort or Disneyland? Disneyland. Um, I'm going to go straight to Haunted Mansion, I think. Um, Good choice. I agree. Haunted Mansion is completely where it's at. <laughs> All the way, well, besides Rise of Resistance, duh, if I get a boarding pass. Right. Um, oh, I won't tell you how many times <laughs> I've been on Have you been on it yet, real quick? Yeah, he, he was on, like, the for the, like, oh, yeah. the, maybe he was messaging me, like, the day before. Oh, yeah, the day before. Yeah, I've been on it six times now. Oh, man. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I've only been on it once. It's amazing. And, yep. again, Roger Rabbit, I would say. Um, Ooh, Roger Rabbit. You know, I just, even something as simple as the walkthrough on City Beach Castle, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um... Jungle Cruise, can't miss that. Jeez. Indiana Jones, obviously, is amazing. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's funny because, you know, when I first went on Rise of Resistance and I got off, I'm just like, uh, how does anything, how can you ride another ride after that? Like, oh, we had a long conversation ride, about ride that. Yeah. yeah, then you can't just go ride Space Mountain. <laughs> but the funny <laughs> about it is, I think I went on Casey Jr. right after that. It's like, is this the same park? <laughs> <It's so weird. laughs> yeah. It really changed the whole resort. But I would say those, but I'm a huge diehard DCA fan. Um, mm-hmm. 
So whether it's even Guardian of the Galaxy, Soaring, um, Screaming, I'm oh, sorry, Inverted Coaster. There you yeah. go. Um, <laughs> I love all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Solid answers. We ever had? We haven't had those answers yet. No. Great answers. Um, what is your favorite food to eat or like snack to have there at the at the parks? Oh, Ronto Rat. Ooh, really? Okay. Okay. Yes, that's fantastic. And I used to be a blue milk guy, but now that they have the green milk with that that powder in it, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that's a must too. But I don't know if you remember when they had uh, a Pixar Fest. There's a uh, a churro that they sold in Town Square mm. that was, I think it was called the Kevin or something, but it was basically just a Fruity Pebbles churro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to die for. Wow. <laughs> I, I had seen pictures of it. I yeah, just never, I never had it. I never had it, but I, yeah, pictures. That okay. was awesome. Okay, so Ronto Wrap and Green Milk. No, or no, sorry, Blue, blue milk. milk. No, no, Green Milk, he said. Oh, Green Milk. He's, yeah, he green used to do the Blue Milk. Now it's the Green. Okay. And, yeah, and, the and, Green Swirl. Okay, gotcha. We'll have to try that one. Okay, uh, do you like the daytime or nighttime better? And if so, why? Uh, nighttime. Dang. And I'm going to say that just because of the new um, If you can say dust, even better, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's yes. uh, a little an hour. Specifically, to see a parade going down Main Street at dusk, and then to see the new parade with all that new lighting effects, especially the Moana unit. Mm-hmm. Um, dust is amazing. It's just cool to be sitting there waiting for the parade, and then you notice that you see all the lights kind of just flash on. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're kind of dim, and they're getting a little bit brighter, brighter, brighter. I just, I love that. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of those old, still old videos of Walt. We talked about the park at night, and they kind yes. of show the scenes, but yep. it's just the lights flip on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. Okay, so you say dusk on on Main Street where the, as the lights come on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, solid answer. Yeah. Absolutely solid answer. Okay, last question because I know we're up against it with you. Um, let's say you had a friend or, or like relative that said, you know, I don't even like Disneyland. I don't want to go there. Um, so if you're going to show them what attraction or area of the park that best symbolizes what the park was about, what Walt was trying to convey to people, where, where would you take them or what would you show them? Oh, that's a good one. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you have to say Main Street, right? Mm-hmm. But I what I what I really dig about how they fixed DCA to kind of really be cohesive with Disneyland, I would kind of talk to them about Walt's childhood and, you know, Main Street is Missouri, you know, and you have just these really cool walk-in kind of spaces like the firehouse or the cinema. Mm. But then how it's Walt's childhood and he got a little bit older and he took a train Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So then you have the train station and the train, and then right outside the gate you have Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So how I would just talk about how mm-hmm. Main Street ties to, to one Vista Street, and it kind of continues the story of Walt. And then you even have basically one Vista Street a, a Walt Disneyland. You would never think we'd ever have that, but we have it. Yeah. So I would kind of kind of how the, that's the real center of the two the two parts. How they tie together. I would kind of tell that story. I like that. I, I like, like that, that a lot. Yeah, we, we need you back on to talk <laughs> about that and only that for a while. Oh, that is great. Absolutely, and, yeah. Sam. Uh, we, 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 we need you back on, and out of respect, you know, you've got to get going. But um, where can Thank be, you. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but we will definitely schedule another time to yeah, talk about yeah, Tomorrowland sure. and talk about whatever you want because yeah. this is exactly the stuff yeah. that we love. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so where can, <laughs> where can people find out more about you? We, I'm mostly on Twitter. That's where I kind of do most of my damage. But okay. um, so I'm I'm, I'm at Cartarsoft. Okay. Like Cartarsoft, but but Cartarsoft. That's cute. Okay. The Simpsons reference. Yep. Um, <laughs> Matt Cartarsoft for Instagram and for Twitter, but Instagram kind of turned into mostly pictures of my kids. 
this happens when you become a dad. Sure. But um, there's still some art on there. there um, I'm starting my own company called Carter Creative, which is pretty awesome. And I do a lot of uh, theme park design and environmental like experience design. Oh. Um, so I do, you know, besides the, the art stuff that I did at Disney, I do a lot of freelance type work. And um, like in the past, I worked on Springfield at Universal Studios. Oh, both wow. Park, both coasts. And then, um, you know, I do a lot of stuff for um, for Great America. I was in charge of uh, the creative for Queen Mary Christmas, both for the past two years. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of that type of side work. Um, and it, that's been a blast. So it's I get to wear a lot of hats and Jeez. play show director, creative director, and just coming up with themed environments and making sure it all makes sense. Like, just real quick, so like Queen Mary, when I was doing their Christmas program, is basically like I, I treated it as an attraction poster. Where I am, um, uh, I kind of like, what would a Christmas on the Queen Mary attraction poster look like? And then from that, obviously, like in the 40s or 30s, like that kind of look and like a vintage art deco y kind of look. Mm. And then I got to plan, we did like 40 Christmas trees all over the ship. And part of it had like a Santa Village vibe. And just, it's just, a, it's an amazing, it's an amazing gig, right? It's like, you just have to make sure that makes sense. And then, with, even though like maybe 10% of the people would actually get, how much it makes sense and, and all these references, but it, there's nothing like it to design something and then get to watch people, you know, go explore and experience it. Um, especially, you know, when you think about it, like the whole story behind Queen Mary Christmas was we're taking the ship to the North Pole, <laughs> and then you see these kids going there, and they're like, they're going to grow up, and they're going to tell their kids, like, oh, yeah, when I was a little kid, we went to the we went to the North Pole on the Queen Mary, and like, what? That doesn't leave the, the, the port, but, like, if you're on the ship, you don't really know it. You know, it kind of feels like we're actually on our way to the North Pole. Oh, yeah. So it's that kind of fun stuff. It's storytelling. And wow. It's just a lot of fun. That's awesome, man. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, yeah, so we're definitely going to have to have you back on. And, uh, and you know, if Anytime. you – Yeah, great. And believe me, we will, we will oh, yeah, do we, it. We will be hitting you up. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, we go down to the parks. I guess we're growing down a lot more lately. So the next time we have a, some sort of art um, event at the Wonderground, oh, definitely. we want to come and say yeah. hi. Oh, yeah, Please for let sure. Us know. Yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll definitely get the word out for sure. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, hey, cool. thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thank great you. One. Okay, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right, Good night. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. Uh, bye. bye. Uh, okay, well, thank you so much, Sam, for hanging out with us. Uh, we only had a half an hour with him tonight, so we're very thankful for the any time we get with guests. Um, we wish it could be longer, and next time it will be longer, because um, Sam is just one of those type of people that just jive with us. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Totally. Totally. You know, and one thing um, I just want to say that every time we've met a guest, had someone on the show, it's anyone that's from the Disney realm has been very, very cool, mm-hmm. very generous with their time, very mm-hmm. generous to, to give information, to receive information. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's like a wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And just, he's very talented. And yeah. I, I would love to see if he's done uh, what he's done for Tomorrowland. Well, well, I, I want to get into that, you know, argument or argument. I'm air quoting back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like what, what could go, like you talked about, I mean, what do you do when, when you're like, okay, what do we keep? What do we get rid of? And then having that mental fight and then having that with another person would be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Air quote fight. Air quote fight. <laughs> right on. So thank you so much for listening to us tonight um, or today. Uh, that is going to wrap up episode number 104. Uh, number 105 is coming up in a couple weeks. Um, and we're going to be talking about, uh, yeah, it's going to be another list. It is our top five places to get a drink mm-hmm. at the Disneyland Resort. That'll be fun. So we will part post something on Instagram to see what people think. And we might all, I, I'm already thinking we might already have one winner already but we'll but, but we'll see hmm. different what could that i wonder well we'll see we'll see things could change what am i drinking right now hey. yeah we don't know all right moving on so um yeah so if you want to chime in on that please do and we'll send the uh stuff out on instagram and twitter or um facebook for you mm-hmm. all right until then jess where can people find you uh let's see my instagram is storybook jess which you can find my snapchat code way 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 down there for all of my Disney adventures. And then my Facebook is Jess Farfan or Jessica Farfan. Okay. And then, Udi, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all of my socials, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E. Hex Goalie. And then on the Mando show, even though we haven't recorded in a while because there hasn't been much to do, mm-hmm. we're getting behind the mic, I think, next week. Nice. Yeah. About what? What's it going to be? Uh, we're going to be talking Clone Wars and the um, the Mandalorian things that happened in the Clone Wars. Okay. So it helps build and it, it, it will help people um, into the lore of mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. Okay. So all the fans of the Mandalorian, if you go back into that, mm-hmm. it'll help uh, bring up things that um, you would not know. That means when we're watching it, we're geeking out and I'm screaming at 4 o'clock in the morning as I'm watching it because I'm seeing Easter eggs galore that are way bitching. But anyway, so we will be talking about that and moving forward from there because it's going to be till October. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Right on. And I'm sure the, the banter is going to be witty on your show. Yeah, if we're not drunk. <laughs> there you go. All right. If you want to reach out to us here at Leaving Today Podcast, send us an email at, at info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Also on Instagram at Leaving Today Podcast. Twitter is Leaving Today Pod. And Facebook is Leaving Today Podcast. Yeah. Um, and if you're so kind to leave us a review on Apple iTunes, mm-hmm. we would love that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we need more of those. It helps us out. All right. Until then, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Be safe. And we will see you in the parks. Bye-bye. See you. There's a five? <laughs> yeah. Wow.
<laughs> Why you gotta ruin everything? Wow, these are smaller than I thought. That's what she said. No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. Oh, well, that I have no control over. Get over it. I was just asking. I can't ask questions. Now. No. Oh, well, I'm gonna. Okay. Let's start. get going because okay. I got tacos waiting for me. Oh. I'm okay. going. I'm com- am I coming over or no? I s- no. Right. I'm so freaking ready. No, I will give you one. You have to give me two. Nope. One from the back. Temptation is great, though. Temptation is great. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face red.